Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 773, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 13, verses 18 to 23. Let's read our passage. So listen to the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word about the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sowed in his heart. This is the one sown along the path. And the one sown on rocky ground, this is one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. But he has no root and is short-lived. When distress or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he falls away. Now the one sown among the thorns, this is one who hears the word, but the worries of this age and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But the one sown on the good ground, this is the one who hears and understands the word, who does produce fruit and yields some a hundred, some sixty, some thirty times what was sown. This is the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's writing this gospel to show that Jesus is the Messiah, the promised one, the fulfillment of the Old Testament. The people should place their faith in him. He's presenting this teaching, preaching, and healing ministry of Jesus. And we're in a section of teaching, one of these, what we call discourses. It's an extended teaching session. And this is the third discourse. It's called the parable discourse. It's a series of parables. There's eight parables that are all about the kingdom of heaven. And he began telling the crowd the parable of the sower. He had set himself apart from the crowd a little bit by getting in a boat along the shore. And it seems his disciples were on the boat with him, because after telling the parable of the sower, the disciples asked him, why are you talking in parables? And so last time we saw that, where he explained why he spoke in parables. Now, today he gives the explanation for the parable of the sower. And this seems to be in private with the disciples. Well, private on the boat. He can speak low enough that just the disciples can hear, but not the people on the shoreline. So we pick it up in verse 18. He says, so listen to the parable of the sower. And he's still speaking with just the disciples. Now, this translation, the CSB says, so listen to the parable. A lot of translations say, therefore, you listen. And the Greek does have you emphatic. There is an actual you there. So here it's understood, you listen. But I think it's, it's there emphatic to emphasize you are the ones to listen. And I think that's important because this must be understood in light of the previous section where he explained why he was speaking in parables. They said, why do you speak in parables? And he gave us this explanation, this quote from Isaiah 6. He says that the people at large, they hear, but they do not listen or understand. So then he immediately says to them, as he gives this explanation, but you listen. Because the people at large, they hear, but they don't listen. Because of that, they don't understand. Their hearts are not capable of understanding. So I think the emphatic you here is important because it's now addressing you disciples. You can understand this, so you better listen. In verse 19, 
When anyone hears the word about the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the one sown along the path. So here's the word about the kingdom. Now he had just said the people at large, they hear but don't understand. But the disciples, they hear and understand. And what is it they hear? The secrets of the kingdom of heaven. That's what we were talking about last time. Hearing and understanding the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. Now here he says, here's the word about the kingdom and doesn't understand it. Those are clearly speaking of people who don't understand it. And what is it they're hearing is the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. Now in the parable, it's the seed is sown along the path, the packed ground, the hardened ground, so it doesn't penetrate and the birds immediately come and snatch the seed. Here he says it's the evil one who does this snatching away. Satan, actually in this parable in Mark, he calls him Satan and Luke calls him the devil. So that's who he's talking about here. There's spiritual forces at work. But the problem is no reception of the word. It's immediately gone. It's, it's an outright rejection of the word. Verse 20, and the one sown on rocky ground. Now, remember in the parable, some of the seed was sown on rocky ground. There's not a much depth of soil. So the crop grows, but is scorched by the sun because it doesn't have adequate root depth. It's shallow. So the one sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, but he has no root and is short-lived. When distress or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he falls away. So the second category, this person or these people, this category of people, hear the word and receive it with joy. This is good news. And they seem to accept the word about the kingdom of God. And what is the word about the kingdom? The gospel. They respond to the gospel with joy. But he says it doesn't last because when it gets to be problematic, they fall away. I think in our context, often because it's not fun anymore. There's an emotional response. This is really neat. This is really great. But then because there's been no true heart change, as soon as it's no longer fun or no longer an emotional high, they fall away. There's shallowness here. Verse 22. Now the one sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the worries of this age and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. In the parable, some of the seed was sown amongst the thorns, but the thorns were in competition with the crop for nutrients in the soil and sunlight, and so it doesn't grow because it's choked out by the thorns. The thorns are representative of the problems of the world. Just life in general has got so many things going on, or he refers to things like deceitfulness of wealth, worries of the age. People are caught up in their own lives. They're preoccupied. They don't really have time for the word of God. They don't have time for God in their lives. So this is people who may even stick with religious activity, but there's no true heart change because their true priorities are the things of the world. Making a career, making a name, 
raising a family. And so they don't have the actual priorities of the kingdom of God at heart. There's no true heart change, preoccupation. Verse 23, but the one sown on the good ground, this is the one who hears and understands the word, who does produce fruit and yields some a hundred, some sixty, some thirty times what was sown. Here, this is the seed that's sown on the good ground, and it actually grows up and produces something. This is the picture of disciples. They hear and understand. And why do they hear and understand? Because it's revealed to them. These are the ones who accept the word and have true heart change, true transformation. These are the true disciples, true believers, true followers of Jesus. But then there's variability there. Not everybody is the same. He gives numbers of bushels of return from the harvest, 30, 60, 100, a wide variety of return. And this would be not all believers, not all disciples do the same thing, have the same results because of abilities, because of circumstances and context they live in. So not everybody does the same thing or has the same results as far as fruitfulness for their life as a disciple. But these are the true disciples. They're the ones who hear and understand. That's why we've got to understand this in light of Jesus' explanation to the purpose of the parables. So this parable is about the kingdom of heaven, specifically responses to the message of the kingdom of heaven. That's the gospel. The parable is about the responses that people have to the gospel. Now, last time he explained most people don't get it, and it's an issue of the heart. Back, back in verse 19, the one hears the word of the kingdom to understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. So it was sown in the heart, but it never grew. It never took root. Most people don't get it. So these categories that don't get it, some reject it outright. Some have an emotional response, but it's only temporary. Some seem to accept it, but never take it to heart for true transformation. But some do accept it. They are true disciples, and they do become fruitful followers of Christ. This is the message of the parable of the sower, and it's about the responses of different people to the message of the kingdom of heaven. There's a variety of responses to the gospel, but the desired response is true disciples who hear the gospel message, understand the gospel message because it's spiritually revealed to them, and do become disciples. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.